Hi. Hi. I'm Rachel. I'm Shelly. And, and oh, Dio mio. <laughs> so chicks and dicks. <laughs> tired a little tired today i had a it was my mom's birthday yesterday and oh, how'd that go happy birthday to your mom oh man it was terrible everything Aww. went wrong yesterday that could possibly go wrong and it was just i was at my wits and i was just so angry by the time it came to mom's birthday that yeah. like and i just screwed up the surprise and then the <laughs> cake was an ice cream cake and i was asked to wait and i was like i can't wait because it's gonna melt and oh it was my just, god oh, it was terrible it was <laughs> It's just one thing after oh, another. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, it happens. You know, I'm just I'm just bitching and griping. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, what we're here for. That's what this is about. How are you doing? Um, yeah, doing okay. I have, like, nothing to report. Well, I saw my mom yesterday also. Oh, actually, there you go. Which That's is nice. I mean, it's, it's like an unofficial Mother's Day. An unofficial <laughs> <laughs> my mom lives out of town, so uh, it's unusual for me to see my mom as often as you see your mom so that it was true. a nice surprise to be able to go out and have dinner with my mom so yeah but it's good dinner though your mom has good taste it wasn't well okay so here's the story about the dinner we were gonna go to echo sushi yeah um and when we got there the, it was closed because they changed their hours and not open on mondays anymore oh, i had the same happy thing happen i went to go get a birthday cake for my mom and the cake shop is closed on monday i was like motherfucker <laughs> And so, like, I'm waiting there for my mom, and, like, a whole bunch of people keep coming up to the door and seeing that the restaurant is closed. So, obviously, like, other people are having this problem. Uh, so they need to reassess their hours. Well, no, they just, they need to change their hours on Google is the issue. Um, so it's like, okay, well, there's another sushi restaurant across the street. Uh, so we went in there, and we sat down, and they're like, oh, sit upstairs, because it's all busy downstairs. So you go upstairs, and we sit down. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're just going to forget about us up here. And there's this t- group, there's a table behind us. It's a group of people. And there's a guy kind of like running around and talking to them. And he brings someone a glass of water. And my mom's like, well, should we talk to this guy? Is he the, is he the waiter? I'm like, I think he just, he's with them. And if he does work here, he's not on duty mm-hmm. tonight. And then we see him bring another table their food. Oh. So my mom like sort of flags him down. And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't work here. So we got up and left. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's terrible. <laughs> and ended up going to this Italian restaurant just up the street. Yeah. Packed. Every table was full. And they had oh. reservations for a Monday night. They had reserved tables. Wow. So, like, it worked out great in the end. <laughs> well, good. But, well, I'm glad yeah. they had a good time anyway. So, we're going to miss on the took sushi. A, took, yeah, it took a while to get there, but <laughs> at least you had a good meal anyway. Yeah. That's nice. So, anyway, as per our introduction, if it didn't give anything away, uh, we have an awesome book for us this week. <laughs> awesome. There was no introduction at all. Well, awesomely bad. <laughs> no, the Odio Mio part. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah, right. That, that's Italian. I've already forgotten about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, also, if you hear any heavy breathing in the microphone, it's the dog. <laughs> it's not the dog. <laughs> Shut up. Ew. As if I would get hot over this book. Oh, my God. <laughs> So this week uh, we are reading uh, Maisie or Macy, depending. I would pronounce it Maisie. I was same here. Maisie Yates, The Italian's Pregnant Prisoner, which is book three in the Once Upon a Seduction trilogy. 
It's a Harlequin. It is a Harlequin. And this is the first actual hands down Harlequin because we did the Nocturne. Yeah. But we have not done the Harlequin Harlequin. Well, this is a Harlequin Presents. Well, what's the difference? Oh, I found out. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm please. excited to share this Okay, before this I give us synopsis, please, please, <laughs> please enlighten us. Educate so, us. Harlequin has all of these different genres, I suppose, within their imprint. And there's Harlequin Nocturne, which was that, where they're, they're supernatural genre. Fantasy-ish. And Harlequin Presents, which is what this is, is specific to, I guess, fabulously wealthy characters. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that... I... And they have a bunch of other subgenres as well. They've Because I, like, judging from the title and then some of the other titles that um are listed at the back of the book and like so is it a genre specific to pregnancy yeah like the italian's pregnant prisoner yeah, right but yeah. no it's just it's people um, who are just who are just fabulously wealthy oh. yes i could see how that would be a thing because i mean if you're fantasizing well, you might well, as well I, go big. I, right exactly i mean it's not like you're gonna be driving a bimmer <laughs> for that for that inside joke you, you have to you re- refer to some earlier check episodes. out a newly shut lab <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, all right, so I'll read the. Uh, do you want to do the synopsis? No, Usually you do. read. Please read the synopsis. Oh, I'm so I'm so not good. At, I'm so not good. Well, at okay. you gotta you gotta practice. All right, bear with me. Charlotte Adair spent her life locked away in a tower. Her father's death frees her to find the one man she's ever loved, only to discover billionaire Rafael Costa is now blind, believes she betrayed him, and is bent on a vengeful seduction. There's a an exclamation point yeah it's seduction um rafe is shocked to realize that charlotte is a virgin but weeks after their scorching encounter he learns she's pregnant with twins no yes to claim his ears rafe steals charlotte away to his castle but she is far from a biddable biteable i guess biteable um far from biddable it's got two d's so i would say biddable biddable prisoner i've never actually that's a new one yeah all right she is irresistible we're so smart defiant <laughs> and rafe must seduce her into compliance oh my god <laughs> this book <laughs> uh, so I, i'll tell you the reasoning i chose this yeah, book yeah. enlighten us so why did we we were this? we were perusing the romance section as we do as we do in our local bookstore and uh, I walked by the Harlequin display. Yes, they have of, their of, own shelf. Yes, they have their own shelf. And a lot of them were missing. Like, a lot of them were actually empty slots. Yes. Yeah. So, but there was this one that caught my eye because, first of all, <laughs> I have an ex who's very Italian. And I made a rule that I will never date another Italian. So, if you're Italian and listening, like, mi dispiace. But, you know, it's just a rule that I have now. It's just, you know. I've met this fool guy. Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then also, like, I personally and um, do not like babies or... Um, pregnant women? Not all pregnant women. Just really smug ones. Well, there's that song, Pregnant Women Are Smug. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the smug ones really do bother me. You know, so I was like, oh, my God, I'm totally going to hate this based on the title. So I... And you did. Said I, yeah, I, and I do. Self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Absolutely. But did you like it? No. <laughs> so, so there you have it. Um, do you want to give us a little rundown of the story? So, yeah. Okay. So you have this woman, Charlotte, uh, and she she's an American, but she grew up in Italy on her father's estate. Her father is a crime lord. Um, we don't really know anything 
else about him, the type of crime that he's involved in. Well, this in. is book three, so I assume that we find out. No, no, the other two books yeah. are about the princes. Oh, really? Yeah, they have nothing to, like, it's not part three of their story. Yeah, it's two other characters. Well, in this I assume book that it was the other two princes. Book. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay, okay well, we'll so go anyway. into that later. So. Anyway, continue. Um, so as a teenager, Rafe. I say Rafe. You said Rafe. Rafe. It Rafe. sounds. It's. It sounds. It's actually short for Raphael. Okay, Rafe. <laughs> it's, it's I'm gonna keep freak. calling him Rafe. It's Rafe. Because <laughs> I have no culture. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, none. <laughs> he comes to work for her father. Uh. And he and Charlotte start up this, I can't call it an affair because they don't. It's a hot, passionate. They have a hot, passionate. Forbidden. Forbidden friendship. Sexual friendship. Yes. Without ever actually. Having sex. Penetrative sex. Yeah. Um, On pain of death, essentially, is why. Yeah, because (laughs) Charlotte is being kept for, to be married off. Like, her yes. father wants her to arrange a political marriage with some other crime family. And she's family. basically kept prisoner in her own Yeah, and she can't, she can't go anywhere. She can't do anything. So she and Rafe have uh, this sort of torrid affair that's everything but actual um, sex. And then the father and the stepmother find out about it. And they... It's a little, they tell Rafe that Charlotte has gone off to marry somebody, and they tell Charlotte that Rafe was offered money to leave. Well, technically, she was off to marry someone because she was married yeah, off at but that point. She, but but there's, there's like a timing issue. Yeah. Anyway, so stupidly, they both believe the bullshit line they're fed. Yeah, which is... Which doesn't... makes no... So, like, they part ways, um, and Charlotte is, in fact, being uh, taken away to go marry somebody. And she escapes, and she spends five years hiding out in Germany. Uh, and now her father has died, so she can come out of hiding. And she finds out that there's, like, some big fabulous ball that's happening in London, and Rafa is going to be there. So she decides she's going to go and just sneak a peek. He is blind now. So we'll get into that. Yeah. So she's like, I can see him, but he won't see me, and it'll be okay. I just want to sneak a peek one last time. Because she's been, like, carrying a torch for this guy for five years. Um, she is still a virgin. She mm-hmm. has not had any kind of sexual relationship with anybody. And she's been strong and, and carried herself in the past five years. She is years, a strong, she's independent hidden, woman. <laughs> hidden out from her parents. And then when her yeah. father died, she accidentally inherited some of his money. Yeah. <laughs> yes, totally by accident. Which helps. Um, <laughs> so at the ball, Rafe, he can smell her. And he's like, oh, it's Charlotte. And they, yeah. he whisks and bef- her away to his... Uh, private room private no, so, like some apartment that he keeps in Le- no i guess he lives no. in london so it like takes yeah, her yeah. home essentially and they have a passionate night of sex uh and she leaves the next morning and the two of them i guess realize that they're not still not really over each other but no one's going to do anything about it because they don't want to admit it because they don't want to admit it because the other person hurt the other person and they don't know the truth yet about what the lies they were told yeah. by charlotte's stepmom um and then of course charlotte gets pregnant yes and Rafe so finds out, so and he kidnaps her. Wait, wait, wait! Can I? Can we just go on how he finds out? Oh yes. Okay. So this is where I, like, I didn't, I had problems before, like, with this book. But when he sits there and he's like, "Well, I'm the head of a tech company and a billionaire now, and I've made my own way." And so being the head of a tech company has its benefits. So I basically like tapped her phone, broke into her emails, like did everything. I'm like, he basically illegally stalks this woman. He totally cyber stalks. And her. then, and then he finds out. 
via her, um, I think it's her email or something, that she has an appointment. Yes, at a women's clinic. At a women's clinic. And he's like, well, going back the months, let me calculate this. Is, I think she's pregnant. So you know what? I'm going to show up to this <laughs> fucking appointment. <laughs> crashes she her doctor's crashes appointment. her doctor's appointment. <laughs> yeah. She's and, going in for a sonogram. Like, And he's like, oh, I'm coming with you. No, he doesn't say I'm coming with you. He's just at the clinic. No, but then when she, and when the nurse oh, and says, yeah, exactly. you know, it's time to see the doctor, he's like, I'm accompanying her. And the best part is, is like her, her, her two second reaction is, oh, well, it's bad that he's here, but I guess he deserves to know he is the father. And like, just is like, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. How did you know? Like, how yeah. did you know? Like, get out. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here? Have you never heard of confidentiality? <laughs> So after discovering that she is in fact pregnant with twins, yes. he's like, all right, you know what? Let me, let me take you home. This is like, it's a lot to digest. This yeah. is a lot to handle. We have a huge change coming up in our lives. And he talks to Let me do you the favor of taking you home. I, I will fly you there in my helicopter. helicopter. She's like, okay. So and then she, she, and so he's like, I'll fly, I'll fly you on the helicopter. And then he whispers to the driver, take her to the helicopter. And so they go to the helicopter. And then he whispers to the pilot. He's like, take her to my castle. And she's like, where are we going? Are we going? This isn't the direction of my house. <laughs> And she ends up in fucking Germany. <laughs> Locked in a castle. Yeah. And uh, no, let alone the pilot, no one has a problem with this, except for maybe the maid a little bit. But because she might lose her job, she just kind of sticks to the script. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But but at the same time, Charlotte's like, well, I guess it could be worse. I do care but- about him still. And he does have a right to his kids. He doesn't have a right to fucking kidnap you and hold you against yeah, your will. Because that's exactly the type of dad that I want to have right? in my <laughs> Oh my kids. So he takes her away to this castle and like the whole time it's Oh by the way, he bought a castle because his other two friends, his friends have, have castles. castles cause they're rich in royalty. They're princes and he's now a billionaire. Yeah, so he decided to buy a castle. So he has to have a castle too. Yeah. Um yeah, so the whole time they're at the castle, she's like, Oh, I was kept by my father for you you're know, my just whole like life, him. and you're just like my dad, locking me up but inside I love of this you. castle. But I love you so much. I'm not like your father. Your father mistreated you. Well, that's what you're doing now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I yes, love your you voices. are. <laughs> your voices are amazing. <laughs> and it goes on and on. It's like a hundred pages of this. I know. Bullshit. I know. And also, like the whole like, but then when he touches me, my, he touched me gently as he went by, and my arm was on fire. And then at one point, he fucking gets totally pissed because she moves a piece of furniture and he yeah, trips and he falls on it. Her. Like, okay, cuts his knee, so she goes upstairs and gives him a hummer because he demands it as an apology well, first, he's like did you not have a major problem oh with my that? god <laughs> i had a major problem with everything well, yeah exactly but yeah you made me fall over and humiliate myself give in me, this empty room give, give me, me a, a blowjob blow <laughs> okay okay <laughs> and then in her and then it's like her inner monologue it's like i don't like the fact that i have to do this but i do like pleasuring him so i might as well <laughs> What's wrong with you, woman? Have some self fucking respect, and also maybe the fact that he's demanding this—not the best person to be around. Well, but you know what? She was a virgin, but like she—he is her first sexual partner and her only sexual partner. This girl does not know what a positive really? sexual relationship or a positive is. relationship with or, men in general. In general, right? True. Okay, she got to go. Yeah, on. but at the same time, like, and also from him, he's like, "Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. I shouldn't have asked you to give me a blowjob." but you didn't stop it either. Right. Like you gave me one. Yeah, and you it gave was it, great. It was great. But sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Now I'm going to fuck 
you from behind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to say sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that was later. That was later. Oh, that happened yeah. later. Yeah, there's so many. He is so abusive. He is the worst. I know. And he's like, just because I'm blind. And he just like, like he, he can't. Feels... He is so petty. And he feels sorry for himself. And childish. And, and he just can't get over his shit. No, and he want, he's just, and he always has to talk about how money brings him power. And happiness. Yeah, constantly. And I can't ever, ever be in love with anyone because love means loss. And I've suffered so much loss, loss in And my all life. I want is power. And power yeah. means gain. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got some problems. Yeah. Um, well, never like, and everybody's so hung up on their past. But I wish they just went to like group therapy sessions instead. Yeah, right? We could have avoided a lot of what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, right? <laughs> but so they finally, at one point, they finally have the conversation about I didn't leave you. You left me. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. And they realize that they were duped, and they were stupid to. Again, believe these bullshit yeah. lines they were fed but then by they still, their enemies. But then they still hang on to the same but views. They still, they, but they cling to that. Yeah. It's like, but you left me. No, I didn't. We've had this conversation. Yeah. We, I didn't leave you. You didn't leave me. We need to get over this. No, I can't. You left me. <laughs> I know. It really is quite redundant. Oh my God. There is so much repetition in this book. Holy crap. I thought, if I thought it was bad before. I know. In some of the other books we read with just the filler text. This was by far the worst. Canadian Wolf was pretty bad. Yeah, there is a lot of... I think by far, the writing in this was better than... Canadian Wolf is the worst one we've read so far with writing. The writing in this... (laughs) No. Okay. Oh, wait, you've dog-eared some pages. I dog-eared every single page. So the way that we we rolled this one is I actually bought the book, read it, and then read the last 30 pages on the subway. (laughs) I have a photo of that. It really happened. Coming home uh, from an art exhibit. Yes. (laughs) If you want to go highbrow, high lowbrow, that's what, what I was doing. Um, it's not to say all romance is lowbrow, to be fair, but this one definitely is. This is, yeah. I just, and, uh, and then I, I offed the uh, book to Rachel with, um, I just had notes scribbled in here and there because most of the time I was just reading it on the fly anyway. Yeah. Your notes in here are actually kind of funny. On one page you just wrote, stalker. <laughs> yes. Cause, probably because I was. <laughs> oh, here, here's another one of yours. She shook her head, her hair falling around her in a silken wave. His stomach tightened, and he couldn't breathe. He'd had more women than he could count. In your note, how many? You can't count to 10 or 20? (laughs) Well, because later on, he's like, I haven't had that much sex either. Like, he has, like, he says, I have had a lot of women the past five years, but, like, otherwise, you were the only one. I was like, how many people have been fucking? No, because he says he hasn't had sex since Since her. her. Yeah, yeah, but before he didn't really have sex much to begin with because he was in love with her the whole time. Well, no, no. he's Before he met her, he'd had a lot of sex. He'd, had, oh. he'd been with a lot of women, but apparently more than he can count. Oh, but he's only like... But how many, how many women could that possibly yeah, be? Yeah, but it's not like 11 the more you can count. Seriously. <laughs> I can only count to 10. Um, <laughs> so I've had 11 women. But I've had 11 women. <laughs> I took off my shoes and socks. I want to count higher than 10. um okay here we go this is how the paragraph begins but none had ever affected him like this none had ever made him feel as though his heart were being pulled out of his chest through his mouth had never made him feel like he might die i remember if he didn't touch her and again your note what an awful way to feel (laughs) (laughs) that's a pretty apt note (laughs) so i just what i i actually stumbled a little bit over 
um, the writing because she, she would break up longer sentences with uh, full stops. So she'd actually just have a sentence fragment. So you know what? Full stop. Do you know what I call this? Sentence fragment. I don't know if this is an actual phrase, but I, in my mind, I call this the Ernest Hem- Hemingway problem. <laughs> Where Ernest Hemingway was known for writing simple sentences. These aren't even simple sentences because they're not complete. Well, I know. That's the problem is people think that they're being poignant or being, um, uh, what's the word that I want? Uh, uh, Brusque or abrupt in their writing. Right. Like there he was and he stood still. Yeah. And they think a period is going to break this up instead of proper punctuation. It's like, no, no, you need a no, no, comma. No, no, there's a here. comma and a semicolon <laughs> and all these other things that exist yeah, in our writing. Completed yeah, completed the thought. Yeah, so I called the Ernest Hemingway issue because they think they're writing in a very like poignant and artistic manner. But, but no, they just, just they have just no writing. fucking clue what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, not to say I've read a lot of Ernest Hemingway. I only read The Old Man in the Sea, which I hated, but I haven't read any. Really? Yeah. Mm. Can't say either. No desire to read Hemingway. Mm. Like a lot of the, sort of, like the classics, I just... Oh, I've read a lot of classics. I read what I had to... Like in high school, of course, There's you have mm-hmm. to read stuff um, that are considered classics of American or Canadian or uh, English literature. And then after that, I was like, I'm done with this. I despised Tess of the Durbervilles. I'm like, I'm not reading Harley oh, ever again. I got Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Actually, I didn't mind it. But I mean, I just... Okay, so... Back to the romance. <laughs> anyway, so I find that a lot of people tend to just use periods instead of proper punctuation because they think they're breaking things up in a really dramatic way. Yeah, and like I, I get what you're going for, but it doesn't, doesn't work, work because yeah, it's it's just shitty writing. Yeah, no, I know, but it's still it's not as bad as Canadian Wolf. Um, I I'll be honest with you, I don't remember a lot of Canadian Wolf. It was so long ago. It was so, so many books ago. Anyway, it was terrible. <laughs> You can go back to that. Canadian Wolf was episode one. Episode one. So yeah. you can go back and read that. It was it was way it was worse. So bad. Way worse. Anyway, do you have any other examples from us? Uh, from oh us my the, god, I have so many examples. Just not of the bad writing, I guess. Just badness in general. Badness in general. <laughs> Speaking of, know, right? Oh, I wish I'd done a better job of actually marking this stuff down. Um. Okay. Yes, Charlotte said, and I wonder why. You risked yourself to be with me, but then it makes me wonder if you really did. If you assume that we were doomed, I suppose it was much easier to play at love, much simpler. I'm not playing games with you now, he said. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you totally are. Yeah. Your your the, your entire goal in this kidnapping plot is to, to play a game. To play a game so you have seducing her so you can manipulate her. It's all about control for him. That's all he wants to do. He doesn't want to fall in love with her. He just wants to manipulate and control her. And he thinks the way to do that is to seduce her. Mm-hmm. And then when she says, I love you, he freaks the fright the fuck and he out. Said, and he tells her, I don't love you back. No, he also, he also says, you don't love me. You're confusing yeah. love with some other emotion. And I don't love you. <laughs> and then she storms out. And then he's like, and he's like, and his, the best part is his buddies. His buddies are like, what happened? She's like, she told me she loved me, and I said and that it, I don't love her. And and they're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> She's carrying your children, and you have never been happier. He, like he is like every opportunity in this book for him to be an asshole, he takes it. Yeah, and every opportunity that he has an opportunity to be happy, he, he doesn't. It. Yeah. <laughs> And she is just equally stupid. Every opportunity that she has to be free, she doesn't take it. And every opportunity she has to bind herself into a terrible relationship, she does. Yeah. Well, I mean, to her credit, she does walk out at on the end. Him there, at yeah. the end. 
And so he goes after her. Mm. <laughs> and falls down the stairs. Mm. <laughs> Wait, for this one. Okay, so Let's so Rachel So Rachel made Rachel the only thing we discussed prior to this podcast. Aside from just like it's bad, it's bad. That, I think that was our conversation. It's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad. bad. Yeah, oh my that, God. that was it. It's so bad. And then Rachel's Rachel's only theory was that she was going to um, fuck him till he could see. Yes. Which I thought as well. I was like, maybe it'll be like an orgasm that opens his it's view. Like, well, because his brain when he okay, so um, five years ago he was pushed off of Charlotte's balcony mm-hmm. by Charlotte's stepmother and left for dead. He was uh, found not dead, healed. Uh, Mostly dead. <laughs> no, <laughs> slightly alive. <laughs> uh, but, like, his body healed. His heart and soul did not. Uh, but he was blind. And he had, like, some swelling in the brain that I guess was pressing on the optic nerve or whatever. Yeah, it and it matter. just, anyway, it made him blind. It made him blind. Um, so and so it's like okay well maybe if the swelling goes down in his brain he'll see again this maybe, is if me. The, maybe if the blood goes to his penis maybe, he'll be fine well, exactly <laughs> so it's like maybe if he just fucking relaxed he'd start seeing again because he's so uptight so I'm like oh okay so she's just gonna she's just gonna have <laughs> sex with him until he can see cause he'll chill the fuck out <laughs> stop acting like such an uptight bastard exactly and his, and his blue his balls eyesight, will go away his eyesight will come back Perfectly reasonable no, theory. No, he trips on some stairs <laughs> and he hits and he hits his head. head. And because this is cartoon logic, and then he can see. He can see again. Yeah, exactly. Just hit his brain the right way because that swelling went down from another impact. Maybe it just shifted. See, no, I don't. Have you ever? Know. No. So yeah, I, this is where I have done a lot of concussion training due to my other jobs that I have. <laughs> And I have to say, like, no. <laughs> That's not how the brain works. If the brain is swollen and there's a lot of problems and there's pressure on an optic nerve, you don't hit your head and what swelling goes to another place or, like, a concussion renders it. Again, and even in, But even cartoon. in the book, I have to say, even in the book, there he's like, I don't, the doctor's the like, doctor's I don't like, get it. And I'm like, of course not, because that would imply happened. that Maisie Yates had to actually do some yeah. research. And so in this case, I think fucking his eyesight back. That would have been way better. Way better. <laughs> But you were wrong. I was so wrong. Even when you said it, you're like, this is what I think I have. And I'm like, okay, you roll with that. And I was going to be like, no. Nope. <laughs> Wait till you find out how wrong you are. Oh, I know. So let's talk about the sex in this book. So, okay, there was actually. Aside from the terrible, abusive dynamics that got them into bed okay. with each other, let's talk about just the pure the sex, sex scenes. As it is. So this, um, hmm. I didn't mind it. The sex is okay. There was, I, there was only one bit that was actually like kind of hot. Which one was that? And I thought that was when, um, he had her up against the vanity. Yeah, that was. I was pulling on her hair, and he's like, "I want you to watch us have sex." Yeah, and he's doing her from behind. I'm like, that's kind of hot. Like, okay, I'm down with that. Um, it doesn't last very long. He takes her to the bed after that, mm-hmm. and most of it, the tension was brought up pretty well. I was trying to, I guess, position or picture their position and it seemed like a lot of it was missionary style yeah and then because there was always this converse like talk about him being on top and because he skins his knee at one point it's like oh it's gonna hurt your knee he's like well we can switch positions it's like (laughs) how adventurous and exciting (laughs) 
right. I would say this is it. It wasn't bad. It was mediocre though at best. Not the best, but not the worst. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you if you found this hot, I would say that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I guess I, like, I did. I understood and felt their attraction for each other. Yeah. Um, and at least when they are there was reasonable sex. There, there was wasn't reasonable as much bullshit. I think there was reasonable tension that happened in the book. Like it was written, the tension was written fairly well. The problem that I had was with their the relationship <laughs> in general. Yes. Yeah, and it's that was a huge problem. Yeah, yeah, big buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, really big buzzkill. So if you just if you don't mind that type of thing and you're just going yeah, for like I'm the sex and tension, then you're going to go for that. But if you're looking for like the actual causation and treatment of people, then you're going to have issues. Yeah. So, do you have any reviews for it? Um, yeah, I have some reviews. So, as always, we turn to Goodreads for our reviews because we love Goodreads. Yeah, Goodreads is great. Goodreads is so much fun. Okay, Goodreads go. wants to give us some credit. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. One star. Ooh. I felt absolutely nothing. No love, no passion, no angst, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, she did not enjoy this book. Um, here's two stars. Liked it, but didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that um, that Charlotte was a virgin and that Rafe was ruthless. Mm. My problem ruthless. was the endless internal monologues <laughs> and the zero plot. Hero and heroine are fine, but where was the plot? And I was so tired and sleepy after reading pages of internal monologues and descriptions. I need more plot and more dialogue. That's just pretty fair. That's fair. Yep. Because. That's true. The redundancy. There there really isn't no. a plot here. Nope. There's no real story taking place. No. Nope. Um, he keeps her locked up in this castle. And then they go to a party at another castle. They have a big fight. She That's walks it. out on him. And we're done. And then they get back together. And then they get back together. Yep. The end. Yep. Like. Yep. <sighs> Oh I kind of pictured this like a Beauty and the Beast scenario. Uh, here's one two-star review. Simply one word. Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> she's got really long, long hair. And she only lets it down for him. I'm surprised. See, it would have... The hair thing kind of bothered me. Because her father forces her to keep her hair long. I know. Long. I think she would want to cut it right and away. And as soon as she got her freedom... She kept her it. self-imposed isolation. Yep, she kept it. But she kept her hair. Mm-hmm. She kept it for Rafe. Ugh. Again, because she's been carrying this fucking torch for five years. Yep. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. I know. I know. And, like, and we've all done that. We've all pined for men I know. who are bad for us. But he's someone who is you think is, like, totally <laughs> left. And then we got over it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hot or not. I'm going with not because the relationship was just so terrible. Like, like to the point where it gets in the way of everything. Well, it gets in the it gets in the way of any kind of story developing, but also like it's a little worrisome to me that somebody would find that kind of relationship attractive. Attractive. I think this is a theme that we find in a lot of these books so far is that there's some a lot of terrible relationships happening. Because you can have like a powerful, domineering, dominant man and it can be hot cuz he's like a and yeah, it doesn't maybe have it's to like be a, a little bit dangerous. It doesn't have even, to be abusive. But it doesn't have to be abusive or controlling. Yeah. Agreed. Like there's I mean there's a fine line there, I hmm. think between being like dangerous and exciting and being abusive and controlling. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and I think this is on the wrong side of that line. Yeah. 
I found, I would have to say this book was not. Not hot? No. Italian. (laughs) And pregnant. And pregnant. (laughs) So two big red X's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and also really majorly though, like I was, I just, I just hated the characters and I just, again, like it's the same thing. It was their relationship and the abusive like aspect of it. I just, I couldn't get into it. There's no growth or change in these characters. No, no, no. And if you're not going to have, like, much of, a, I guess, like, an action-driven plot, if it's going to be more character-driven, your characters have to go on a journey, a personal journey yeah. of growth and change. And that doesn't happen. Everybody, like, she really doesn't have much of a personality to begin with. Yeah. It's, like, all of the, he takes up all of the personality in the book, and he's so set in his ways, and he's so stubborn that it gets in the way of any kind of development that could have taken place. And the only development that ever happens is right at the end of the book when his friends come to talk to him. And he is a terrible friend, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's oh, my a, God. Yeah. He's such a dick to He's everyone a, around yeah. him. Yeah. No, oh, no. And so his friends come and talk to him and they're like, you're an idiot. She loves you. She's amazing. You love her. You're too stupid to see that or accept it. And then he's like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Exactly. I'm going to go whisk her off her feet and we're going to live happily ever after. And that's how the book ends. ends. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if there were a little bit more character development for both of them throughout the book. It would have been much better. It would have been but... way better. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see what you pick for us next week. Oh, my God. Well, Chris has another suggestion. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and it is awful. <laughs> okay. Well, it's your pick. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us complain about the Italian's pregnant prisoner. (laughs) So bad. Uh, Maybe we'll take a break from the Harlequins. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) For a little while. Harlequin presents, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we'll try the other brands. There's one about Faith. (gasps) Yay! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I've been Rachel. And I've been (laughs) Shelly. Thanks for joining us, and... Keep it sexy. Oh, veramente mi dispiace. (laughs) Ci vediamo dopo. Ciao. (laughs) The really fake, bad Italian accent. (laughs) I can't even. I can't even do it. I'm not good with accents.